Welcome to the basketball update. I'm Adam Nazarali. This is the update for Monday, October 5th, 2020. So getting right into it today, guys, we've had three games in the 2019-2020 NBA Finals with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Miami Heat. Game one started with the Miami Heat taking a 23-10 lead early in the first quarter. Unfortunately, from there, Los Angeles went on about a 75-30 to run, so getting outscored a lot here. Miami really struggled with injuries in this game, which is so unfortunate to see in, in the NBA Finals. Goran Dragic injured with a torn plantar fascia. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, it's 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 a tendon on his foot, I believe, or something to do with the ankle. Jimmy Butler gets injured in the third quarter with a sprained ankle. He returned to the game, though. And then Bam Adebayo had issues with a strained shoulder where he left in the second or third quarter there and then didn't come back for the rest of the game. Same thing with Drogic. He got injured right before the half and he didn't show up for the second half of the game. Pretty disappointing to see these injuries like I've already stated. I don't know if it would have made any or much of a difference in that game one because before everyone was injured, the Lakers kind of ran away with the game a bit and then once those injuries started piling on for the Miami Heat, the game just started to slip by and the Los Angeles Lakers won. Game two, similar story. Lakers just ran away with the game and and this has really been exciting to, to see how the Lakers have developed throughout this playoffs. I remember early in the playoffs actually, right before the podcast was starting, it was game one in the first round for the Los Angeles Lakers. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers and I was reading online and I was thinking to myself, I was like, this could be a really tough playoffs for the Lakers that like they have just they just did so poorly in the bubble and then get, they lost their game one. I was thinking to myself, like they might be able to get past this Trailblazer team, but can they get it past the second round? And they have just dominated at every opportunity and their role players have stepped up huge, too. You have Rajon Rondo with. 16 points, 4 rebounds, 10 assists in Game 2. Very similar stat line for him in Game 3. Danny Green in Game 1 having 11 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. Big games not necessarily on the box score with Dwight Howard and Alex Caruso. Dwight Howard being you know, a really, really big part of defending on the team and Alex Caruso stepping up, making threes, getting assists, getting steals. So they've had big games too. Kelly Olenek on the Heat has played a big part for the Miami Heat in games two and three as well with two starters being injured. And, you know, after this Miami Heat team won this game three, I'm curious if they can actually, you know, build on this victory. I'm I'm assuming Goran Dragic won't be available for the rest of this playoffs. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, right? But having having a torn plantar fascia is presumably a big injury that I don't think you can recover in 10 days. Bam out of bio, it's been more, they haven't really revealed too much, just shoulder strains, neck strains. So I, I think he'll be back for game four, if not game five, for sure. Like I said, though, Jimmy Butler has a massive game, 40 points, 11 rebounds, 13 assists, two blocks, two steals. You know, j- just everywhere. You know, for people who bet, I hope you, I hope you did some player pop props with Jimmy Butler for this game three, because you would have made good money. I don't know if he'll be like this. Isn't Jimmy Butler isn't a scoring heavy player, which makes me worried for game four. I don't, I don't think you can expect forty points from Jimmy Butler, but he stepped up when he needed to in this game three. So we'll see for the game four, and just thinking about future years of the playoffs, right? 
Will we see this Miami Heat here next year? I know it's very premature, but you have to think about the teams in the Eastern Conference next year. You have Philadelphia, who are going to presumably be very active in the trade market because they have a very ambitious front office and ownership. And they just signed probably the biggest coach available in Doc Rivers after he was fired by the Los Angeles Clippers. Then you have the Milwaukee Bucks, who only have one more year guaranteed with Giannis and Tedekawampo, and they're going to really push hard. They're going to be in the trade market. They're, they might make some coaching staff changes. I mean, we'll see. Boston, I think, will be a lot better. I honestly thought, I know I don't know if this is a controversial opinion for NBA fans, but I actually thought Boston was the better team out of them in the Miami Heat this year. I think Jimmy Butler just was so impactful for the Miami Heat that, that he took them over the edge. But I think if you have another year of Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, just being healthier and being more experienced, because those are the young guys. Jason Tatum's 22, I believe, and Jalen Brown is 24. Kemba Walker will have transitioned more. Or not transitioned, but he'll be more comfortable in his role on that team. And I think we'll find out more what his role is, if he's going to be the main guy or if he's going to step back for the Jays. Um, and potentially assigning a, a, a center, because I think that's a position that they've had. You know, Tice is a good player, but they they need a strong center to challenge for the East. And then kind of the wild card with the Brooklyn Nets, who, who've hired Steve Nash. I mean, it's, he's a big name in the coaching world, in the basketball world. He's really respected, and if he can reel in the kind of ego personalities of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant to buy into the system, and presumably they stay healthy as well, uh, they can make a challenge for the East. I think the Miami Heat still have it in them. I mean, they're a really dogfight basketball club, but it's going to be very interesting to see how the East plays out next year. And more talking about the Lakers side here, I mean, I think I'm not going to call this this basketball series over yet because as we all know it's not it's not a real basketball series until the home team loses now obviously there's no I mean theoretical home team because there's no home team in the basketball bubble but the Los Angeles Lakers won their first two games and these this game and the next game for Miami Heat would be their home game so if they win the next game this, this is still a series but if they lose let's say let's see let's say the Lakers turn it up and win the next two games. How will this Lakers championship be remembered? Because, and this is assuming as well that Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo probably don't play. Bam potentially. But no one's really given them trouble. I mean, we thought they were going to be in trouble with the, the Blazers after they lost game one. We thought they were going to be in trouble with the Rockets after they lost game one. But neither of them really pose a, a true challenge. And I don't think Denver did either. Denver's a weird case because they're a, very, they're a young basketball club led by young players and I think just making the Western Conference was good enough for them but the Lakers their whole goal was to win a championship so them losing the Western Conference Finals would have been a massive failure for them or the Denver Nuggets it was a huge success so how will this narrative kind of shift in 10 years let's say how will we remember this championship were they dominant or did they just never get challenged enough I mean it's hard to say considering it's still going on I think Miami can still challenge them. I'm excited to see how game four will play out. I think Los Angeles will come with a little more oomph to their game. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think? And yeah, just to end it off, I think the Heat still have a lot going for them. I didn't mean to come across negative for Heat fans or or kind of, you know, I'm not trying to take away credit from what they've done because, you know, they beat 
the uh, the Indiana Pacers in the first round. They beat extremely strong Milwaukee Bucks in the second round, and they beat a really good Boston Celtics in the third round. I mean, no one really expected them to be here, but they're here. And, you know, they even, even if they lose this series, which I think the majority of people think they will, you know, they have so much going for them for future years. I mean, Bam Adebayo is going to continue to improve, and he should, barring injuries or anything, he should make an all-star game next year. Goran Dragic has kind of had a resurgence in his career. I don't think anyone really expected him to come out with this much swagger in the playoffs, but he, he's just been so good as kind of, honestly, at some points, their main scorer on this Heat team. And then you have guys like Tyler Harrow, Kendrick Nunn. Tyler Harrow, who I think could realistically be a candidate for the Sixth Man of the Year award next year. For more casual fans, that's an award for a player on a team who has the sixth or below most minutes on the team. And they just make a really strong impact off the bench, essentially, which I think Tyler Hero could go for. And I mean, you also have to keep in mind, Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley are, you know, probably two of the savviest combinations of, of coaching coaching staffs and front offices in the entire NBA. So there's, sing, there, there's still things to build on for them. I'm not ready to say this is lo- like the Lakers series yet because, you know, Anthony Davis had kind of didn't come out with a lot of oomph in this in this third basketball game Kyle Kuzma surprisingly was probably one of their best players and and Markeith Morris as well obviously LeBron James so we'll have to see which team can build off of their their game three right like will it be Miami who you know could really build off and you know have an exciting Bam Adebayo come in or are they playing mind games to see maybe you know Bam and and Goran won't come back in, or will the will the Lakers just just really take over and uh, have a solid win like the first two games? So yeah, thank you for listening to the basketball update. I'm Adam Nazarali. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Nazarali. Tune in next Monday for our next episode. Have a good one.